Coming to you from the United States of America, this is Political Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with Rick Warren and Gordon Park. Join us as we give our opinion concerning everything dealing with politics. We don't hold back, so prepare for a no-nonsense approach to the news. And no, we don't care about your feelings. Uncensored and no sugarcoating. Sit back and enjoy the ride. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Political Analytical. I'm your host, Eddie Hill, along with Gordon Park, Rick Warren, and James Toops. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How's it going, Eddie? It is What's going. Happening? You know, finally, we have the full, the full crew. crew here tonight, which is yeah. awesome. I was worried about James, because I didn't know if he was going to show, and... I'd been worried about Gordon because Gordon hadn't shown, but I'm glad that he's able to tonight because I'm sure there is a lot on Gordon's mind that well, he has not spoken about. You know, Eddie, I don't think it's as much as on his mind. It's on his genitals. He's had a bad case of herpes for the last <laughs> several weeks. And, uh, man, Gordon, our prayers have been with you. And, uh, you, know, you know, it wasn't your fault that Nancy's, you know, she's seduced you into that cab, man. And, hey. We're glad you're back, brother, and all the sores have healed up, and um, good to see you, Gordon. Not yeah, well, really, we hope that you, he Gordon. continues to get better, and, you know, he's been doing pretty good here lately, so let's just keep our fingers crossed he can make it to the show without itching too much. I mean, hey, he's got a, <laughs> he's got to duck out and do one of these. That is cool, man. Look at Gordon's mad as hell. <laughs> 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 I can see him steaming like a gumbo with a tomato sauce in it. <laughs> so, gentlemen, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Oh, my God. I missed the hell out of y'all, man. I mean, we have a lot to talk about tonight. And I think since uh, Gordon hadn't been on since we have... We're going to let Gordon start off, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the invasion of Texas, invasion of the United States, uh, these open borders, and then we're going to get into, you know, how we are helping people that hate the United States over military people and so forth and so on. Gordon, you want to get into that? Well, I do want to thank you, uh, everyone, for the prayers, the concern, um james i uh i've especially missed you yeah you know uh just as my rash and everything has gone away uh, i'm sure the sores on your ass have closed up as well they have so i mean hell, that's where i got it from so might as well just go ahead and breach that topic <laughs> i'm glad you gave me that ointment you've been using for the herpes of your butthole yeah it's yeah it, it works it works it's good the stuff. invasion of texas that we are talking about obviously is our open borders and we still have thousands and thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people still streaming across our texas borders uh, i see it every day i see it traveling i saw it today was i was coming to where i was traveling to uh packs of people um 
packs of hundred people walking down the side of the road, just off the brush in, uh, in the shoulders of the road, uh, heading to the more heavily populated areas. Um, the, and I want to be real with everybody. There is a reason why this is happening. There's only so many times that you can steal an election before people finally rise up with their guns and say, okay, you've, you fucked us long enough. Enough's enough. Happened in, in 2020. It's happened again at the midterms. Again, they shut off the polling. And when they opened the polling in a few different states, again, it was a dramatic turnaround, just like it was in the presidential election. It, it just it, it goes on and on. Look, the reason why they're doing this, the reason why the borders are open, the reason why they're letting these people in is they are buying voters. We, are, we have opened our borders to say, hey, guys, you guys are living in a very poor um, system, a very poor system of government. You're being constantly shot at, uh, used this puppet for cartels. So as a humanitarian effort, we are going to open our borders and allow you to come into the United States. But when you get here, we're going to give you the food. We're going to give you the shelter. We're going to give you the clothes. We're going to give you the education. We're going to give you the health care. We're going to give you food stamps. We're going to give you a job. We're going to give you everything that you need. But remember when it comes time to vote, it's the Democrats who are doing it. It's the Republicans who are trying to shut it down. It's the Republicans who are calling out the National Guard. It's the Republicans who are trying to tell everybody that if you don't belong here, you need to go back home. But Gordon, look, you now, know, correct me if I'm wrong. Don't people water? understand that what the Republicans are doing is trying to protect the United States from this big influx of, of people that, and we don't even know who the hell they are. And, they could be bringing anything from, of course, we know uh, they're bringing in fentanyl, but I mean, they could even be bringing in things such as, you know, nuclear weapons for that matter. I mean, we could have terrorists coming in, preparing an attack and have a 9-11 all over again. Let's be real. Let's just cut the bullshit and let's be real and stop talking about what if. If you were living in a on the border of a third world country and one of the leading superpowers in the world, and that leading superpower in the world came to you and said, Eddie, we are going to give you free passage, a house for you and your family, clothes, food, shelter, a job, education, free health care. Would you take it? Well, of course, you'd be stupid That's not to. That's a free fucking lottery ticket for a lot of these people. And all they're saying is, now that you're going to be able to vote, remember. So who are you going to vote for? They have bought millions of votes. They are now securing the South to turn the South blue by opening the borders. It is a free lottery ticket and a free run on the American people. But how likely it is it? How likely is it that we've also incurred terrorists within our borders since they've been doing this? Well, if we've incurred terrorists, 
if when they do set off that dirty nuclear bomb, maybe they'll take enough take out enough Democratic voters to even the odds again. So where are our agents? Where are the people that have taken an oath, basically, to guard the borders? Where are the ones that are going to sit there and stand between a literal invasion? And this is what this is. Don't, don't take it as any other way because this is exactly what it is, is an invasion. Where is the power of those agents? Where is the power of the judicial systems, the power of the arresting officer? Uh, has that been negated altogether down there, uh, Gordon, or what? Yeah, but when you have these people, and you do, you still have Border Patrol agents. You still have uh, Texas Highway Patrol. You still have these people. But what are they being told? That's what you have to look at. What is the directive coming from the higher-ups? What is the directive coming from people on the border crossings? And when you catch a group of these people, what directive is being told to those people that were told that took an oath to take a stand? What is their directive from their upper management? You want to know what their um, directive is? I would, I, I would ask them to take a look at the oath that they took because it says to guard against and or defend against foreign and domestic. And if, if they can't stand under an oath and actually mean what they say and do what they, they intend to be doing as far as agents for the United States of America, then they don't belong in that damn job. But again, that is them having to stand up and say, this is wrong. I refuse to follow that order. At which exactly. time they're going to be relieved. They're yep. going to be told that we don't need you anymore. See, so that's the thing. Our, our, our border patrol and the people who are guarding our borders are being told to let them in. If you catch them, put them on a bus and take care of them. Don't treat them as though they're militants or, or, or people coming in, immigrants coming in treat them right. as though they're people who are lost in the woods james what's your take on this they have standing orders these guys are issued orders their heart is in the right place they've joined that force for a reason um but they have standing orders if their commander says hey nope just like gordon said if, you, you know let these guys in let them do what they got to do uh this this and that they have to do that they have to if they don't guess what Find another job. These these border patrol people have family to feed, um, you know. And if they go against the orders, then they get relief of their duty, and it happens. Um, trust me, they, these guys don't want to let this <laughs> stuff happen. They, they don't want to let this go down. Uh, they're ordered to. Um, Greg Abbott, uh, he is uh, putting things in place to you know ship these people back to or ship, ship them to D.C. and ship them to different. Uh, you know, counties and states and everything else. And I think it's kind of funny, Gordon. I see it. I know. I know what you're finna say. I see it. Um, and, you know, now he's, well, well, Gordon, what did he do? He, he just uh, declared. He loaded this, up three plane fulls of them and dropped them in Martha's Vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> Migrant's Vineyard. Yeah. Dude, Greg Abbott is a fool. Like, this dude is, and I mean that in a good way. Like, we call him Greg Grabbit down here because he's all about him and his political thing and stuff. You know, people from Texas know how he is. 
but these latest moves that he's been doing it's hilarious man like you said he he shipped them off to martha's vineyard and they were there i think a literally 22 hours maybe they shipped them off somewhere else because they couldn't take it so there's things all over the internet it's just migrants venue and all this other stuff it's hilarious man it's funny but greg abbott's doing this stuff right and it's not just him that's doing this. It's DeSantis and like there's other people that are that are kind of following suit with this right here. And we think it's hilarious. It's great. It's the greatest thing ever. Like we got to deal with it. No, you fucking deal with it. But you want to know why? You want to know why DeSantis and Abbott and some of these other governors are shipping them off? Because we're border states and we deal with this shit all the time. Because that's fuck it. you, that's why. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah, that's, that, that, yeah. And that is that the attitude to in Texas. Yeah. You yeah. want to send me a political statement and that affects directly affects us as a state and directly affects uh, DeSantis's state? Yep. Guess what? Fuck you. Why? why because that's just fuck you that's why because think and about it yeah. we, they, these people is... up in new york and stuff and martha's vineyard and and shit like you know in maryland maine and all this stuff they don't have to deal with this kind of shit so you got DeSantis down there in florida he's got refugees from cuba coming through we got everything in their grandma coming through the border over here in in texas right so we have you know illegals of course whatever but we also have terrorists we have fucking terrorists coming through the border right now how many sleeper cells do you think are in the united states not only the terrorists james but check this out i mean we've got the cartel pretty much running all our border towns absolutely i mean we got fentanyl by the truckloads Mm -hmm. so for those of you who don't know um i'm in the telecom industry uh, there is a large bid project, um, multi-million dollar project that runs uh, down through Laredo, which is right on the border. Laredo is yeah. a border crossing community. Been there. And all, and I do mean all, of the big telecom companies are no bidding it. And the reason is, is because the guys that would have to go down and work it, the guys that would be down there on a daily basis driving this project forward, want hazard pay. Sure. I would too. Let me ask this question, gentlemen. What happens to all of these illegals and immigrants and people coming across the border? And they've been promised what you were talking about, Gordon, and they've been shown what um, James is talking about as far as food, um, hotel rooms, cars, whatever. What happens to that section of people once that, that they no longer can get that? Because mark my words, there's going to come a time when we do run out of money, when we do run out of favors, when we do run out of ability to take care of that constituency that they're pandering to. Well, here's what's gonna happen when we run out of money. We're gonna print more. Just like James when he's- Become like Venezuela? 
just like James when he's dating Nancy Pelosi and, and going down on her, he's just going to print more. The government is just going to print more and it's going to print more and there's going to be more bailouts and it's going to drive our national debt even further into the ground. And then, and I don't know if you guys remember this, there's only one fiscal outcome that can come of this. And the U.S. is going to lose another worldwide rating, financial rating. Mm-hmm. Do you so, already yeah. hear about here's, years here's, ago when we lost our first financial rating? Yeah. Yeah. Here's some of the problem with that, Rick. So we're not going to run out of money because the United States will continue to borrow money from China, right? How much money have they shipped to Ukraine so far? $101 billion. It's a lot of freaking money, right? So yeah. why are we in it? Why are we, why do we have such high inflation right now? That's the interest, buddy. Yeah. That's think just, about yeah. that. So yeah. now Ukraine owes us favors, but think about this, that money's getting there. It's getting laundered and it's getting shipped back to the Democrats. You right? damn right. Yeah. yeah. That's what's happening. Yeah. Um, the, the Ukraine is the laundromat of the United States. Okay. So we, we're not going to run out of money for these people. Okay. You're looking at five, six million people coming through the border, right? Um, think about this. You're putting them up in hotels. You're giving Obama, O'Biden phones and all this other shit. Yeah, there's a cost involved in that. Uh, healthcare, there's a cost involved in that. Um, you know, but these people coming through for asylum and stuff, you know, they, they're jumping the river. They're coming through illegally. And then they say, oh, wait, 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 we want asylum. Well, why did you go to the border and request asylum right there? And Gordon, not to blow your cover. But, uh, you know, the uh, the Paul Pelosi story has disappeared, right? So this thing with uh, the guy with the hammer that came in the house and all this other stuff, you know, and attacked Paul Pelosi in their underwear. And that was just such a weird story, man. And I knew it was Gordon that was the guy that went in there with the hammer. And him and Paul were hammering each other. But, Gordon, I don't want to blow your cover. Hopefully, Eddie... You're going to have to edit this part of the story out. Gordon, I know it was you. I saw you in the picture, man. It was really <laughs> weird. I can't believe you had an Antifa, a BLM, and a gay pride flag in your apartment or wherever it is you're staying out in the road. But, you know, I got your back, man. I got your back. Way back, but I got your back, right? I ain't going to have your front. But you have apparently had Paul Pelosi's front. So I just wanted to put that out there. Gordon, we support you 110%. Hey, you know what, James? That's all good. It's all good. You know, I do want to discuss the the hammer incident with. Where did that story uh, go? Paul by Pelosi. the way, that is a, my exact question. Where is it, dude? It, that that shit went away like the herpes you had with the cream I gave you, man. That story just disappeared. I don't know what happened there, dude. But I think they're they're taking so much light off of everything. Like so, look at look at look, Gordon. Look look at the stuff that um, Elon Musk has been putting out lately with Twitter, right? So they're blowing all this Twitter where's, stuff up, man. Well, where's the st- where's the highlights with that? And I'm exactly. not even sure that Rick and Eddie are still even on. I think they're letting us just freaking go out. Oh, we're each other. this is well, good stuff. Yeah, I'm just I'm listening. Enjoying the hell out of this. <laughs> let's go, brother. Let's go, brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, folks! Don't get no, don't get too too lost in the weeds, folks. Don't get too lost in the weeds. Me and Gordon are lovers. We've been dating for a long time. He's, Damn. You know, he's a bottom. He's a bottom. I get it. But you know, me and Gordon, mm. we we are actually really, really, really tight. We fuck with each other like crazy, but we're tight as shit. But let me tell you something. With all the stuff that's going on, man, they suppress all these stories. So the Elon Musk thing has been dropping bombshells. Well, let me tell you something. All of the ABC 
uh, MSDNC, uh, MSLSD, and all these other uh, news outlets have zero minutes, zero minutes of coverage on all this Elon Musk stuff, right? Why? Well, it hurts their base. So if they report on this stuff, it hurts their base. They don't. They won't cover it. Fox News is covered a little bit. Newsmax covered a little bit. Dude, it's not getting out there. It's Truth Social. I don't know if you have that app, but Truth Social has been covering the shit out of this. But it's yeah, Eddie, but what you do you gotta think about all this? You got to understand. Truth, Notion, Truth Social is a great app, especially for people like the four of us who are who are devoted to free the speech, truth, who are devoted yeah. to. Uh, getting to the bottom of things and getting to the truth of and explaining the truth as we see it. Yeah. And I want to make sure everybody understands that this is not the truth as the federal government portrays it. This is not the truth as you know, all Trump supporters see it. This is the truth as the four of us individually see it as individuals. I have a different opinion from James I have a different opinion from Rick and I have a different opinion from Eddie, but my opinion on this platform carries weight. When I say that James does like to puff on Peters, we all know this and we support him for that, but you know, regardless of that, the truth social is an open forum for freedom of speech. That is what our country is founded on. The First Amendment, freedom of speech. You say what you want as long as you're not threatening to hurt or kill or, you know, go down those lines towards anyone or any group. But um, that's a double-edged sword. All of our constitutional amendments are kind of like... The old phrase, just because you can does not mean you should. Having the freedom of speech means that you should, just because you can say something does not mean you should. Because like the National Enquirer that you see, the shitty tabloids that you see where Bat Boy had a baby with Catwoman. Yeah. Those are funny, though. You you can't lie. Those they are, are funny. funny. They are. But Truth Social has given those people a platform to reach millions of people. All right. And I still think that, you know, freedom of speech is freedom of speech, and I'm all for freedom of speech. But when people are using that form, using that freedom of speech, use your fucking freedom of, to think. And think, how likely is this? Now, the Elon Musk with the um, with the stuff that he's been dropping lately, I believe it because we all know that Twitter runs algorithms. Yeah, we mm-hmm. all know that Facebook runs algorithms. Well, we but all it's, it's, know how to get into Facebook jail. It's not about algorithms on this point. So, what the thing with the Twitter no, thing? About censorship. It is, but it's censorship through the FBI. That's the problem. So when you have the FBI walking into Twitter saying, hey, we need you to suppress a story, it may be Russian disinformation, which is bullshit. Everybody knows that. So now you have a direct violation of the, of the uh, First Amendment and the freedom of speech and everything else. That's the whole problem. That's the whole shit, dude, that's going on right now. I want to respond to Mark Crowder. He says, you can't cash in on a favor from a war torn nation you can trade, Montreal. Yes, you can. So oh, yes, if you can. I send, 
I sent a bunch of money to a war-torn nation in support of their humanitarian crisis. Guess what happens to that money? It gets laundered and sent right back. Yes, we are supporting Ukraine. We are sending them all kind of stuff and ballistics and everything else. Rick, what was that number again? How much we sent Ukraine? One billion. One hundred and one billion. One hundred and one billion. With a B billion dollars. With a, you know, with a big B. Big B. Do you, do you yeah. know how much mouthwash Gordon can buy with that from blowing Paul Pelosi? Anyway, so we, we that's a hundred and something odd billion dollars that we've sent Ukraine, right? And he'll mm-hmm. never get the taste of that tuna box out of his mouth from Nancy, but still. That's a lot of freaking money. You think all that money's being spent right now in Ukraine on weaponry and stuff like that? And no, no, it's not. That's going into some deep pockets, Joe. It's getting laundered. Do what? That's going into some very deep pockets. Absolutely. And it's getting laundered, right? So you have dirty ass Democrats. So FTX stock um, has came out and said, yeah, we're bullshit stock, this, this, and this. But the FTX also uh, supported Ukraine and also supported the uh, Democratic, uh, the DNC and everything else, right? So the money's going to Ukraine, it's getting filtered through cryptocurrency, and then it's coming right back to the United States. There's an investigation going on with this stuff. So, Mark, yes, you can cash in from a war-torn nation if you're sending them, um, you know, a direct deposit of, oh, well, we're going to send $10 billion this time. Yeah, you can cash in on that because now that money is getting laundered and coming back to the pockets of the Democrats in the United States and it's funding their agenda and their campaigns. Okay. The Latin form of that stature is called quid pro quo. Quid pro Joe. Now, now real quick, let's jump into another topic here where Biden traded a felon known as the Lord of Death for our... WNBA player Brittany Griner. I mean, this guy is a serious, serious arms dealer. I mean, he is, uh, I mean, he's a violent criminal. Uh, he was inspired, or he inspired the movie Lord of War by Nicolas Cage, or that mm-hmm. Nicolas Cage portrayed in. And yet, everybody's cheering that we've got you know made this great deal when in turn we turned around and we left a marine still in russia and we brought this griner over who who uh, i mean publicly stated she hates america he hates america well he yeah it's a he that's kind of that's a guy kind of that's a guy yeah 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 he's a guy so they have certainly, anyway. I mean, her guards have pictures of her playing basketball with the shirt off. He's built just like any other guy that I've ever seen with the shirt off. And uh, they're on the internet if you want to see him, by the way. So, so real quick, real quick. Go ahead. I know we're going to go into the Bruce Grinder story. Um, real quick here, what? I want to put, I want to put some math in the real world here you do math yes i know how to divide your two ass really? cheeks into two and one let's go feet. oh nice <laughs> <laughs> i love it i'm stealing that it's by the way i'm taking i'm gonna use that shit no i'm stealing good so if you take the amount of money that we've sent to ukraine which is 101 billion dollars yep 
and you divide that by the total population of the Ukraine, which is 43 million. That includes men, women, and children. 43 million? Yeah. That's it? And, and probably That's some it. pets. Oh, I didn't think it would be that low of a population. Yeah, that puts a little over $2.2 million in each individual's hand. What? Yeah. Dude, have you looked up the price of weapons like Patriot missiles and stuff like they're they're not really that it's, expensive. No, they're not. So like we can put our money together and afford like dollars. five of these. <laughs> you know? Yeah, to home defense. Two million dollars per person. That's nuts, man. That is And crazy. you're telling me that all of that is going towards the war effort. Total bullshit. Total bullshit. So let's get back to the Britney let's Grinder. Let's back to the app. Bruce Griner story. So the Bruce Griner thing. So first of all, you're going to trade. You got to sit there in a straight face, look me eye to eye as a man, and tell me you're going to trade an anti-American fucking tranny guy, worthless WNBA thing for this dude. So this this guy that they traded for, by the way, I don't know if you know, speaks six different languages, okay? This dude is like the badass of the Russian um, intelligence agency. In fact, he spent a lot of time in, in Russian intelligence, okay? This dude is a badass, right? When the Soviet Union fell, um, he took all the armament from the old Soviet Union and he sold that shit on the black market. He made millions and millions of dollars, right? Um, this dude selling stuff to Iraq, Iran, everywhere, Afghanistan. So all of these guys, our guys were fighting in uh, Desert Storm. They're fighting against the armament this guy sold. Just think about that, right? Our guys are in Desert Storm and they're fighting against weaponry from Russia in the hands of Iraqi soldiers and Afghanistan fighters, right? Freedom fighters from this guy. But that is a high priority uh, bargaining chip that you have. This guy is, you're gonna trade this dude for Brittany slash Bruce Griner, which means absolutely nothing to America because she or he, anti-american refuses to stand up for the national anthem besides all the beliefs and stuff committed an actual crime in russia which is illegal to bring marijuana thc into russia you know you're going there you don't bring that shit with you find it on the street somewhere dumbass well not only that you trade this one guy who's a dalai lama of all the trades for this one other guy you know, the contrast is ridiculous. And not to mention, there's more than just a Marine out there right now. There's 25 other prisoners of war, prisoners of Russia. Now, I don't want to say prisoner of war, prisoners of Russia right now. Okay. There's 25 people still there. We're talking about account accountants and banking investment people. Like this, the, the, the Marine, he's out there for espionage, I think, and uh, he's on spy charges. But the rest of these people out there are on minor shit. You could have at least traded five other people for this one badass. Like this dude is a badass. You don't want to be in a room with this guy or caught in an alley with this dude alone. This guy's a fucking badass. But they trade him for him. 
That's just a terrible idea. move on the United States. That that deal should have never he's, been made if that's all they were going to get. He he's Paul Wheaton is in in the American who was left behind, Whelan. Uh, left in Russia, and he's there because he was accused of spying. Mm-hmm. My question is: is he and he got sixteen years for it? So let's let's think about this for just a few minutes. If the U.S. catches a spy, what do we do with him? I guarantee you, it's not on CNN. Well, right now, they put them on a bus and ship them to uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, they go to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. (laughs) (laughs) They end up going to Guantanamo Bay. Yeah. And they're never heard from again. Do you really think that the Russians are nicer to people they have accused of spying? Hell no. Not at all. Let's think about it. But yet they're openly saying he was accused of spying and he got 16 years. You know what it sounds like to me? Dude had a little bit too much fun at a Russian nightclub, got mixed up with somebody who's high up in the official in the government of in the government of the Russians and ended up getting hoodwinked. Oh, or, you mean like that or, Anthony Weiner? Anthony Weiner, the guy that was, and I'm not even making fun of this guy's name. His actual name is Anthony Weiner. Yep. Uh, Brother of yours, James. Is that, is that the same dude that he got caught with a uh, with a with a, a Chinese spy, um, Zing Zing? Was his wife? No, it, no, I don't think they were married. It was. I'm not sure. To be honest, yeah, with you. I thought it was his wife. Mm-mm. So he got caught with her, and you know this guy's up there. Look at this fucking look at uh, Gordon's you know best friend, the guy that's in the nuclear um, waste department. This guy with the bald head. I mean, it looks just like Gordon. Gordon shave the mustache. I mean, no, no, so keep the shave the goatee and and keep the mustache, and you look just like that dude that got caught stealing luggage um, from the airport, the yeah. nuclear waste commission thing right so look at look at our so, man I, I seen a picture the other day and it says this is no lie this is your government right now and it had a picture of that guy that kind of looks like you and then it had the um the other one that's um the fat overweight mentally challenged department of health looking crazy thing all this that's shit. your brother Fauci. anyway no 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 fauci actually wasn't in this picture uh, it was the guy that looked like you, the nuclear waste guy, and then it had the other one, um, Department of Health and Services, or uh, it's oh, that other training. She, she chick. Yeah, both of those, you know, and then it had all this other shit. So I sit back, man, and I look at this pic, and I'm like, man, that's embarrassing. You know, this is what's representing our nation right now, you know, and then we make a move like this. We trade Brittany fucking Griner. For a major arms dealer, you know, a major dangerous guy that's got a lot of Americans killed and hurt and stuff. You know, this is the state of our country right now. And it's a scary place to be, you know, all bullshit aside, man. We are in a nine line bind right now. It so is let me ask you all a question. Go ahead. Who knows our representation to the U.N.? Uh, shit. I have no clue. 
I do, but you put me on the spot. Eddie, come on. You had said nothing I, all night. Let's go. Yeah, there's no way I even know that. Nope, me neither. Anthony, uh, uh, shit. Anthony Kleinberg. What is it? Linda Thomas Greenfield. Okay. I stand corrected. That is our ambassador to the UN, appointed by everybody's favorite, Joseph Biden. Linda Thomas Greenfield, one of her top advisors, is none other than Barack Hussein Obama. Imagine that. And his husband, Michael. So we represent ourselves on the world stage to everyone with Joe Biden falling asleep to the conferences. Gordon, I got to stop you right there just for a second. Eddie, are you in a rocking chair? Yes, I am. What in the hell is going on? Dude, you know, when they say show your age, you know, I mean, I figure a gray hair here or there, but you're in a freaking rocket chair, bro. This, this chair, Gordon, let I'm me tell sorry, you real man, quick. This is, had to be addressed. It's, it's mega comfortable. Yeah, Eddie, but you were one banjo short of being in the fucking backwoods of Alabama. Hey, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> Eddie, <laughs> what the hell? You got a statue of Plato in the back, and you're just like big chilling in a rock. If you no, that's a that's that, that's a naked girl. A that's mouth, on a statue. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> Sorry, Gordon. Oh my God. Carry on, Gordon. So I will sit here in my yeah, rocking chair and comfortably I, I, rock. The elephant in the room, go. man. It just got yeah. the best of me, bro. Sorry. <laughs> so, go ahead, Gordon, buddy. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> go ahead. So we have a guy who can't turn stay my mic awake off, right? in the, what was it, G9 Summit Conference? What yeah. was being mm -hmm. spoken to by some of the world's most influential leaders who have their finger on a button that can basically neutralize the mm -hmm. world. He's falling asleep and drooling on himself. Our representation who meets with all world leaders on a regular basis is being controlled by a puppet uh, with a Barack Obama. Mm -hmm. So our representation on a national stage is not much different than Eddie in a rocking chair. Every dog has its day, and right now the U.S. is being looked at like our day has come and gone. Well, you know, that's why they're, everybody's, you know, basically picking on us is because they know right now we are weak. And they know we're fixing not to be. So I predict that we're going to have some shit go down before the 2024 election occurs. Because they're going to strike while they can, while we're at our weakest point. Eddie, you and I had a yeah. conversation about this not too long ago. What happens if World War Three breaks out? I'm sorry, try again. What happens when what? If World War Three breaks out. Kiss your ass goodbye, pretty much. Two, actually, since Korea... 
the United States has been the world's police. But who is going to fight on for the U.S. in that war? I think well, who we would have would be probably us, Canada, and Britain. Who? You think all of James's little fairies from BLM and um, Antifa are going to pick up arms and join the fucking military? Oh, absolutely no. not. No. You can't win against the dildo. They're going to they're they're going to be too busy. They're going <laughs> These these little morons are going to be too busy looting and starting fires and all that shit. So now we're fighting on two fronts. We're fighting abroad and we're fighting at home. Yeah. Yep. You know what so I hadn't thought about again, that. Again, I ask who is going to fight? It's going to be the guys like us. It's it's the dildo-wielding freaks in the street. You know, we're not worried about those kind of people. But it's going to be people like us that, that stand up and that constantly carry and, and are trained and, and do things. Um, you guys want to – so Mark Crowder, he, he, wants, he has a question. He says – can you guys touch on Mar-a-Lago and how it was confirmed to be a political ploy before the midterms? Rick, what do you think about that? And it was. It was a staged, it was a botched investigation to take away from the center stage of what's happening in the administration as it is right now. Uh, if you look at that, if you look at, yeah, if you look at, uh, um, this was sensationalized a little bit the other day, but Hunter Biden scandal, Secret Service finds more than 100 records on the Hunter gun case that agency said didn't exist. Did you guys know anything about this, Mm-mm, about his yeah. gun case? Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. um, when you see th- something like this on the Mar-a-Lago and you see something like that going on and everything, I have to wonder what are they really taking your attention from? Because really, I mean, they didn't, they didn't find anything. They didn't really actually confiscate anything. They wanted to make a big show with three or four boxes coming out of the, out of the premises and everything. But what ha- yeah, what did become of that? Because it really amounted to a bunch of hoopla, and that was it. Yeah. So let me really quickly just do this right here. So, Mark, um, the whole Mar-a-Lago thing, right? So anything they could find on Trump, anything at all, yep. Yep. anything, they're going to try to keep him from running for president, which they can't do now because he's already announced, okay? But if they can try to impeach him again or try to do this or try to do that, whatever. Look, they've already went through his personal storage units the other day and looked through a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. They're trying anything they can to, to just burn him. Let me tell you about Trump. Donald J. Trump is so calculated before he went to the presidency, right? He had he has personal advisors, he has lawyers, he has everything. These guys are in his ear all day long. Look, man, you better keep it straight and narrow. They're going to come after you, blah, 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 this and that. Here's your outlook. Here's what your, your goal and your intent is. This is what the Democratic Party is going to respond to with. You're going to get sued left and right. You're going to get investigated left and right. So keep your shit on the up and up and on the in, in the narrow, right? Um, anything that you have that's going to affect anything that you do, um, you better keep it legit, okay? So the storage units, the whole nine, everything else, the classified records that he had, sorry, it's not. 
they can't get them on anything, right? So now they're looking at you know the Mar-a-Lago thing. Oh, now the uh, oh we've we've got a we got a guilty verdict on the Trump um, Foundation or the Trump Institution um, on the tax returns and stuff like that. Well, let me tell you something about that. He uh, the Trump Foundation or Trump? What is it, Eddie? Do you remember that it was a uh, the Trump? uh something it was his business it's not yeah yeah personally. that's 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 the business that he carries on the uh, trump foundation yeah yeah they found them they found the foundation guilty of a little bit of tax stuff that's going on okay well guess what the highest fine they can pay is 1.5 million dollars which is a drop in the bucket to that foundation okay it's nothing it's like you saying oh shit i gotta pay 20 for parking that's that's how that is right but anything to get him, anything to get him, and it's not even a personal attack on him with that lawsuit where they found the, the foundation guilty. It's not against him personally, but they found the foundation guilty. But anyway, they're trying anything, Mark, that they can do to get him to in a bad light. All it is is just to fluster off him. Of Biden. Two, two things here. It's all two optics. Yeah, two things here. For those of you who've listened to me in the past, you know that I'm a big, uh, I'm a guy who does a whole lot of homosexual activity. <laughs> does a whole lot of, uh, oh, shut up, James. You just broke my train of thought. <sighs> you paused too long. You paused too long, brother. Analogies. I use analogies to explain things a lot. So Trump and his socialite and everything that he's trying to do for the country and take away the power and drain the swamp. Um, he's been doing this for a very, very long time. Um, his political office and what he did while he was in office was the greatest thing that he has ever done in America. They rigged the 2020 election and stole that away from him. Everybody who's anybody knows this. All day long. Yep. Now they are trying to prevent a 2024 ticket with Trump's name on it. Mm -hmm. So picture it like this. Harry Houdini was probably one of the sing single greatest magicians of all time. And he was doing an interview at some point where he said, hey, look, the key to being a great magician, not a good magician, but a great magician is making you look at my left hand while I'm fucking with something over here on my right. Right. And that's what the Democratic Party is doing. And that's what Miralago is all about. Yep. It was saying, hey, look, we got him over here. He's fucked up. He's all guilty. Oh, by the way, we're spending another $101 billion in the Ukraine. But concentrate yep. on this. Mm -hmm. Hey, we still kind of have an open border and bleeding all kinds of money and people in the borders. But pay attention to what's going on with Trump. Yep. So, what do you guys think about a Ron DeSantis ticket? You think he's gonna? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say nine out of ten, he's gonna run. What do you guys think? He's gonna run, but he's not gonna get the. He's not gonna. I don't think. Nom I don't think you he's gonna, he's gonna, gonna get, get it. The nom nomination. You don't no. think so? I think. I think Trump's think gonna, gonna still get, get the nomination. I don't think so. 
I don't think so. I'll be the one. On it. Gordon, I don't know if you feel the same, but I don't think Trump's going to get it. I don't think Trump's going to get it either. Nope. I don't think they I mean, want him to get it. I like, I like Trump. Right. No, no, li- listen to me. Listen here. I don't think they want him to get it. The Republican Party, for whatever reason, does not want Trump running. They're going to try and back somebody else. But I have a feeling, I have a feeling that they're going to get enough voices backing Trump that they are not going to have much of a choice. I think Trump shot himself in the foot because he he will not let go of the 2020 corruption and stuff. He shot himself in the foot, and I think that's what's burning his base right now. A lot of people are tired of hearing that shit. They want to know what, what the future holds. And it does matter if they can rig it. Yeah, Darren, the sexiest voice on radio, you're right. I get it. But it's uh, I don't think he's going to go. I don't think he's going to get it, man. So let's go on a circle Gordon. jerk and use James as a pivot point. So go ahead and start, James. Who's going to get the nod? Uh, you know, that you can't predict that right now, Gordon, because the reason is that there's so I many can. people. Okay, uh, yeah, you can make a prediction now, but – I think there's going to be some front runners coming up that we don't know about right now. I think there will be. You're probably going to say. I think they're already pushing forward. And I think the serious front runners are sitting back and saying, all right, you young pups, y'all go ahead and bark and pee on the fence all you want. But when it's time for the big dogs to play, get the fuck out of my way. Who do you think it's going to be? Marco Rubio. You think so? Rubio? Mm. Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz. Interesting. Interesting. I don't think, I don't know about Ted. You know what? Rubio Cruz ticket. You know, he didn't run again. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So we we already know, we already know Trump's going to run. DeSantis, 99% that he's going to do it too, right? But now you're throwing Rubio and Cruz Cruz. in the mix. That's who I say is going to be. Cruz, Rubio, Trump, Cruz. If Trump does run, what will Trump is running? Who do you think he'll pick as a VP? I think sure, that's going to be up be in Pence. the air for a little bit. No, no, <laughs> not Pence. Not yeah, I think that's going to be up in the air. And the reason I say that is because I don't think he don't think knows so. yet who he's running against. And so it's going to <clears> depend on who they're going to throw out there that he's going to have to try and beat. I think, and this is my personal opinion, I think what he's going to do, and Gordon will probably agree with this. I don't know, but Gordon, bear with me. I think Trump runs, his pick for VP is going to be Candace Owens because he's now going to have a black woman that does do her job and mean a shit to the country versus Coming now, Candace would be a good pick. Yes, she would. She would be a great pick, it's, as a matter of fact. I think he's going to either go with her or the other one. I don't agree. What do you think? Trump's running. I, Trump's VP. Trump's VP. Trump's Come VP? On. Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. Trump Jr. Oh. Check it out. Is it is no it, party? Is it legal? Look, look, Mark puts this out. No party wants Trump running. He can't be bought or coerced financially. He's had his own money all along, and that's what makes him such a danger to the system they have in play. 
That is very true. Well, and see, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Trump goes in if he let's 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 jump in the magic time machine for a minute and flash forward and throw in some maybes. Yeah. 2024 Trump runs. 2024 Trump wins. What do you think his first executive order is going to be? It's going to be the border. Probably to reverse reverse everything that Biden put in place. Mm-hmm. That's a second. What's the, the first, first executive order will probably uh, either be e- a immigration Mm-mm. for the Third. wall. Think so. The first one, okay, uh, election reform. That's a close tie for first, but I don't think that's going to be it. What do you think the first is going to be? Eddie? Man, you know, there's so much shit that's wrong. Uh, If I had to guess, I would say he would probably, I'd say he would probably hammer the border issue just to knock it out because that's one thing he's going to be running on. Rick, what do you think? I think there's going to be an issue with NATO, with our involvement in the uh, NATO alliance and everything and everybody that's in there as far as we've got to sort out who our real allies are. And we cannot do that with this present administration because we're too busy kissing ass or paying ass. You're talking about the Paris Paris Consortium. Exactly. And what if I can tell you everything that you guys just brought up would be fixed with his first executive order? Really? Hmm. Yeah. Let's have it. Let's have it. Bring it on. What do you think, brother? Term limits. Huh? Term, oh, limits. term limits. Term limits. Not bad. An executive bad. order to say no sitting office can be held for more than two executive terms. So if you get a four-year seat in the Senate, you can run twice, and you're done. So that oh, it might even be less than that, though. Eight years. I like it. We are cleaning the what? We are draining swamp. the swamp. Which is it what is. he said he was going to do in his first term. Midway through. Oh, I and couldn't it didn't have the time my my thought would be he didn't have the time but one executive order chops the head off of all of that because now you have the 2028 election where everybody loses their seat as much as i hate to agree with you i think that's accurate i like it i like it eddie i have to read Eddie, I have to read Darren's comment in the voice of Darren if I can. Go for it. Try it. James Toops's stripper voice. Go ahead, James. Darren Wedlock. I predict Biden will get a brain transplant once they find a compatible rabbit and he will win because it's rigged. Darren, we love you. The sexiest voice in radio, sir. That was pretty if good. You can write a longer, if you can write a longer comment, I would totally read the shit out of that. That was pretty damn good. I like that. Yeah, yeah that was good. <laughs> oh, dude, he's got a good one up here, too. Hold on, hold on. He has another one. Can I, can I do this? Can I, Eddie, Eddie, we got time? Can I do it? Yeah, go for it. In the key of Darren Wedlock 
coming from a quasi-socialist administration that considers patriots as a domestic terrorist doesn't surprise me. Damn. Darren, call into the show. (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-GORDON-LOVES-COCK. Be sure sure and put in my extension of James Taught Me How. No, that's an extension of two inches. (laughs) Currently retired. (laughs) James taught me to swallow, not to swallow. Dude, what about love everything? I gotta say, I, I have literally missed this between you two. I don't know what it is that I'm infatuated with it, but I just have totally missed the rapport between you two. The repertoire. Did, did you hear what he said, James? Yeah, he missed us. He missed yeah, he, he missed me No, he missed he missed the menage a trois between you two. That's exactly what I heard. He wants to have a menage a trois with us. <laughs> you know, so. I say no. I don't know if we can put that on video. Or at least if we do, we got to charge nineteen ninety nine plus shipping and handling. That's kind of weird, Rick. That shit's shit. like nine ninety nine a minute. Damn. You, you put some ayahuasca in that shit, maybe. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine is a powerful drug rick <laughs> damn i'll bring some yeah, of that just for you yeah, i'm gonna bring some of that i'm gonna bring some of that peyote for you guys damn yeah <laughs> shit we gotta meet in the middle let's go oklahoma let's do this okay. well right. you know There's what guys i hate i hate to say it oklahoma i'm just telling oh, you oh yeah oh yeah darren we're glad you're here brother we, we, you make our day man thanks hey, for being on the show and, and i hate to say it but we it is that time to do closing comments damn that hour just shot past yeah it seemed like more like 15 20 minutes actually yeah so we'll start out with gordon park i need a minute to collect my thoughts let me go last okay james toops yeah it's gonna be a hard pass rick go ahead jesus okay um I don't know about you guys and who you talk to and everything, but some of the people that I talk to and everything, I've noticed here lately that a lot of people, and it's sad to say this because it is such a reality and it's becoming more of a reality every day, every week, every month, that I talk to these people and I, and I hear their opinions and everything. And so many of them say, I don't care. I don't care about your politics. I don't care who's the president is. I don't care where this country is going to. And they're sincere about it. And I respect their opinions. I respect their, you know, decisions, I guess. But at the same time, well, you were talking about that Plato right behind um, Eddie there. One of his famous sayings was, one of the penalties for refusing to participate in politics is that you end up being governed by the inferiors. And that says a lot. If we don't get these people back on track of caring for the politics, caring about our government, caring about the people, we, the people, and I'm not talking about special interest groups like LGBTQ or the Black Lives Matters or nothing like that. I'm talking about the pure form of individualism that we have here in the United States and what that stands for. If we don't get that back, we're going to continue to lose. 
our nation. Very good. James? Yeah, absolutely, Rick. I totally agree. So with you not, um, you know, stepping in and saying anything to people like that, right? So people that don't want to go vote and stuff, um, you're actually giving them permission to do what they want to do. So the problem that we have with the voting thing around here actually was, you know, in Texas, early voting. Nobody did it. You know, I went an hour and a half when the polls opened. I went and early voted and made my voice heard. Um, dude, it's just we're on a wrong, we're on a bad path right now. Uh, we have a slim majority, slim majority in the house. Okay, that's all we got. Okay, and we have that for the next two years. Um, we got to deal with this bullshit for another two years. You know, they're going to try to pass executive order after after the next, and it's going to be ugly. But like I say in our other show, uh, paranormal, analytical, just keep your eyes to the polls and your eyes to the government right now. Actually, I say keep your eyes to the skies on that show, but this one's going to keep your eyes to the polls and to the government right now because, you know, people that, that say they don't care, that's fine. You don't have to care. But guess what? It's going to hit you in the pocketbook. It's going to hit you at the bottom dollar. It's going to hit you at the grocery yep. store. It's going to hit you at the gas pump. So don't care all you want. Right. When it comes time to vote, hey man, you voted? Nah, I don't give a fuck. I, I don't vote, man. You know what? You stupid son of a bitch. You know, that is your right as an American to go vote. And since you don't care, I don't want to hear you bitch not one time about man, fucking gas is so high. Shit. A uh, twelve pack of Budweiser used to be nine bucks. Now it's like fourteen. You know what? Shut the fuck up. Because you don't care so much, I don't want to hear you talk about it. Exactly. That's what it boils down to. You know, it it is hitting everybody in the pocketbooks right now. Gordon can't afford dildos like he used to back in the day, man. And that really pisses me off that he can't get the pleasure he wanted out of those dildos. So it's hitting everybody. You know, with that, I'll hand it over to the Gordo. So going back to my liking to use different analogies to make make things easier to understand for a lot of people. I'm going to, I'm going to use this analogy. All four of us here in this have probably saw uh, the matrix. Y'all remember that movie? Mm -hmm. I still don't understand that movie. I'm sorry. That's because Leo, I, I get. It. I know I'm stupid. Maybe that's what it is, but I still don't get that fucking. Movie. So there is a point in the movie, and the very first one of the three, where Morpheus, who's played by Lawrence Fisher, holds out two separate pills, one in each hand. He says, "You can take this pill, and you can wake up in your bed tomorrow and believe whatever you want to believe." Kristen Park says red pill, blue pill. Is that right? That's right. Awesome. Thank you, Kristen. Beautiful wife. (laughs) Or you can take this pill and see just how far down the rabbit hole goes. Whoa. Now, I have spent a lot of time discrediting things that my wife has said about the 2020 election about Trump about um, the election process and 
I am genuinely beginning to believe not all of it, but about 80% of it. And here's the reason why. Because I want to. It's not a matter anymore of whether I care or whether you care anymore. It's a matter of necessity. It's a matter of survival. It's a matter of what has to be done to protect a future for my sons. What has to be done to protect a future for their kids. And there's only one way that this happens. And that is the way that my wife has laid it out. And it has to happen that way. So start doing some digging, guys. Start doing some digging for those of you who are listening, who are watching. Do it with an open mind. And if you do it with an open mind and do it with an open heart and see the truth behind what's really there and think about this one important fact. Right has to play by the same rules as the wrong. I'm done. That's a fact. Yeah. You know, to back up what Kristen said, she says, thank you. I would look like an idiot if I didn't know what I was talking about. Well, look, Gordon looks like an idiot, whether he knows what he's talking about or not. And Gordon, well said, buddy. And uh, <laughs> had to stab you a little bit on that one. Go ahead, Eddie. Yeah. She also says, I could come onto the show and let you know what's going on. Gordon, next time we have the show on, you're more than welcome to have her jump in your hot seat. I, I would actually enjoy that, but there's going to have a few rules. One mm. is James, you cannot sit on your dildo and changes your entire tone. Well, then we can't talk about yours with, you know, <laughs> her using it on you, man. We can't. I mean, she'd love to know what's no, going it's on. Dead. Like, it's over. With. You lost. I win. You lost. No, no. That no. was weak. That was no. weak. Like, that we want to know what's going on now so she can come on the show and let us know what's going on. So, yes, Kristen. Bring it on, huh? You're invited. So, yeah. We absolutely. want two fingers or three, <laughs> depending on the week. Of, <laughs> whatever. That depends the on the going. fingers. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway i want to thank everybody for joining us tonight on the show it's been great it's awesome having everybody here tonight uh it, we always have a, a lot of fun and, and have a blast when gordon and Toops are together it's great rick and i like to sit and watch hell yeah we always like to sit and watch we try it's kind of like watching porn isn't it it is it, yeah but it, it is no. it's like no it's not even porn it's like smut it's like yeah, smut like aggressive porn <laughs> this is like dirty toilet paper i mean you guys are better than beavis and butthead i mean damn you <laughs> i mean this is better than dirty toilet paper i like trust it. me this shit makes my night right here man so but i do want to tell everybody that 2023 is on the verge and that's when all the shit throwing is going to start happening for the 2024 election so after january and after the new years 
Start watching very closely what our elected officials start doing and what they're saying and watch what's going on around the world. And remember, if they try and distract you and make you look at a certain point, remember to look somewhere else because they're probably, like Gordon said, they're doing something somewhere else. And Toops, you hit it right on the money when you said, you know, it's like a magician. You know, so, I mean, this is a... it's going to all start unfo- unfolding Toops before our eyes. come up with that anything that fucking intelligent. Huh? That was me. Toops has never come up with anything that fucking intelligent. Well, no, no, He was using the hand gestures while you were talking about it. Yeah. Yeah, he, but he's... his hand gestures are like this. Yeah, but he's good with his fingers. He's good with his fingers. So, everybody, just keep your eyes open. Watch what's going on. And seriously, sit back and watch. But do not be muted by any means. Don't be muted. And if we get any of this crap starting up again like we did before with these Antifa and these stupid Black Lives Matter idiots, you know, we all need to stand up and put a stop to this shit because if our government doesn't do it, you know, we the people need to because we can't stand for that. They're destroying our country. So with that in mind, everybody, take care. Stay safe. We love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us on the show. And we'll see you next time on Political Analytical. Love you guys. Thank you guys. Good night. It was great. James, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God.